0: Today's episode is brought to you by Bloody Buddy. Yep, that's right. We're going to talk about menstrual cups. Have you ever tried a menstrual cup? Well, I have. I'm here to say that I have. And I love it. I love my Bloody Buddy cup. The Bloody Buddy cup is a reusable menstrual cup that uses the highest grade of medical silicone. It's easy to insert, easy to remove, and completely comfortable. Although there have been a few pregnancies in between, I've been using the Bloody Buddy cup for about like three years now, and it has given me period freedom. It's changed my life completely. And you might be thinking, Mary, that sounds like super dramatic. That sounds like you're exaggerating. No, it is completely life-changing to have your period, and not be thinking about it. It's completely life-changing to have your period and not have to run to the bathroom every three hours to change a pad or a tampon. Unlike pads and tampons, you have to change once every three to four hours. You can keep your bloody buddy in for up to 12 hours. So not only will you be saving yourself so much time by not excusing yourself all day to go change your pad or your tampon, and so much money by not having to run to the store every month to go grab whatever you need, you'll also be doing the environment a serious solid by cutting down on all that waste because your bloody buddy can be used for 10 freaking years. 10 years. And if you've tried other cups in the past and had some issues with them, well, have no fear. The bloody buddy cup is different, I promise you. It is perfect for beginners as well as seasoned menstrual cup users. What makes a Bloody Buddy cup different from all the other cups on the market is it's easy to open design. It has patent pending wavy grips at the bottom, a pinter bulb at the bottom of the cup to help you with, you know, easy removal when it comes time to change your cup out. And of course, it comes in a bunch of super cute colors, which is, you know, very important, very important for a menstrual cup. So go to bloodybuddycup.com, use our size guide, pick out a cute color for your cup and enjoy the period freedom. And you can use our code WannaChat for 10% off of your purchase. Again, that's code WannaChat. For 10% off of your purchase at bloodybuddycup.com. All right, now enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and guys, you are in for a treat because Nicole Keel is here. One of my favorite people ever, my best friend. She's so fun, she's so cool. And together, we talked about everything that happened in pop culture last week. We talked about Kim Kardashian on Saturday Night Live, we talked about Timothy Chalamet, who's Willy Wonka now for some reason. We talked about Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, and you know, why the universe and the pop culture world wants us to keep talking about them because lately they seem to make a headline every day. So we talked about them, we talked about the Jonas Brothers and Taylor Swift and what might be going on with them. And most importantly, we talked about Squid Game, which is why I had Nicole on here today because Nicole convinced me to watch Squid Game. And um, I was with her today on Zoom, and we talked about all of the trauma that we are now dealing with after watching uh, that show so stay tuned it should be a good one hello everybody okay welcome to today's episode of the i just want to chat podcast nicole keel is here my best friend one of my favorite people and yes this is the second time that we are recording uh this intro because the last time we just uh got the giggles and uh had to start over so nicole for the
1: second time tonight how are you I'm doing great. I'll try not to giggle this time.
0: I mean, I would enjoy it if you would, like, giggle at my jokes, like, giggle, like, as we talk, but, um, but, like, a general, like, giggle fits between me and you, like, I might have to, like, edit it out, but that's okay. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. I'm
1: that's so grateful. That when you interview me, um, past, like, 8 p.m.
0: Yeah, this, this is a little late, and I'm sorry for that.
1: No, it's fine. It's just, you know. The second wind kicks
0: in. Nicole was supposed to be on this podcast a month ago. And then she had the nerve to give birth on the night. Was it the night that you were supposed to come on or like the day before?
1: Uh, Yeah, he was born on a Friday. So it was like a few days before. Still horrible of you to give
0: birth when you were supposed to come on the podcast. But it's okay. It's fine. We're making up for it now. And the main reason I'm having Nicole on is because I love her. And two... Because we want to talk about Squid Game. Squid Game or Squid Games? Now I can't remember. Is it plural? Squid no. Games? Squid Game. Squid Game. Yeah, because they only play that One game once. Anyway,
1: games is called Squid Game. Yes. yes.
0: I'm glad that they named it that, not like Red Light, Green Light or something. But anyway, we'll talk about Squid Game at the end of the episode. So then if you haven't watched yet and you're like planning on listening or planning on watching it, you could turn it off before we you know spoil the whole thing for you. So, yes. but before that, we have a couple things to talk about. I'm very excited except for I'm not excited for this. I have to come on and uh you know redact my claims about Grimes and Noah Centineo making out at an olive garden in uh, Newport Beach. <laughs> it's it's always a bummer to be wrong, but it's it's especially a bummer to be wrong about something so stupid. And so what happened was a couple weeks ago, we reported that Elon Musk and Grimes broke up and the news or the rumor was, was that it's because Grimes and Noah Centineo were spotted at an olive garden in Newport beach making out. And that came from
1: a tweet. And it should have been the first red flag that, that it was um, allegedly an olive garden, but
0: it tracked i think it tracked for grimes because she has that video where she's like my favorite restaurant is like mastro's and then also remember like (laughs) all she she eats is like spaghetti and um like hot dogs and stuff so it did it did sound like a fancier night out for grimes true true and i mean i don't know anything about no centineo like what he eats or anything but but i could it was within the realm of possibility so then this girl yeah. tweeted, said that she saw them making out at a Newport Beach Olive Garden, and I just ran with it irresponsibly. Turns out there's not even a uh, an Olive Garden in Newport Beach. And she came out this week and redacted her story. But there is some speculation about um, whether or not she was, like, paid off or told to take it down or something because there was something that like connected Noah Centineo and Grimes before the mythical Olive Garden reunion Mm -hmm. so I'm not saying that it's completely bogus but don't go tell all your buddies hey guys guess what I heard on the I just want to chat podcast it's 100% true and factual
1: Grimes
0: (laughs) and Noah Centineo were Mackin over a tour of italy in newport beach there's not even a olive garden in newport beach so it's anyway
1: because usually everything you hear on i just want to chat is true but yeah especially like here first that it's that it's not unfortunately
0: yeah. it- Un- unfortunately yeah. but i mean from now on from this moment forward we're only going to be talking about the truth today so with with that said Let's talk about the other, th- other things that happened uh, in the pop culture world this week. Kim Kardashian was on SNL and she rocked it. I
1: did.
0: I haven't had a chance to watch the whole episode yet. I'm a fake fan. But her monologue, I think, will like, go down in the history books of SNL. And I am a Kardashian fan, but I'm also, first, a longtime Saturday Night Live fan.
1: It means a lot to
0: me. You're committed, right? You
1: watch it. Yeah, it's
0: it's like actually very shocking that I haven't watched it yet because like I'll watch it like no matter who's on it. Anyway, that monologue was a master class level. I still don't know who wrote it. I tried to look up who wrote it and it just says like the writer team. So maybe they all collaborated, I don't know. Yeah. Nicole, what was your favorite part?
1: She did fantastic. As the youths say on the TikTok, she understood the assignment. She understood the assignment, yes. <laughs> I love that the, the whole time on SML, she was just able to like make fun of herself and make mm-hmm. fun of her family. Um, the jokes about her marrying Kanye. Well, what was the one she said about marrying Kanye like for his money? Because it wasn't
0: for his personality. He
1: wasn't for his personality. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That. I lo- thought that was good that she can already like face her divorce head on in the public eye and make jokes about it. Do you think that Kanye and Kim will ever get back together? Uh, I would not be surprised if they did. I think. I think that that's a good call. I agree like should they?
0: No. I think so. I think I think if it cuz Kim always said as long as it as long as it's working for the kids, it will work for her. Yeah. And I know that they're like very good co-parents. You see them out in public together all the time. The one thing about the Kardashians is that they're like very loyal unless someone like really crosses them like Jordan Woods. Mm-hmm. But they're very very loyal. And she like has been like popping up and stuff like at the shows and everything. But I think maybe if he kind of reels it in, I don't reels it in is a bad term. I shouldn't have said that. Because there's like mental illness and stuff at play. But anyway, maybe. if he's in a good space and yeah. if it works for Kim and the kids, I could see it happening. I don't know. Like, I don't think that him and Irina Shake are like a love match. Right.
1: I think. Yeah. I think that if he were able to get to a place where he is healthy and the relationship is working on all angles for everyone involved, then yeah, I could see her taking him back and rekindling things. Have you ever seen that video of Irena
0: Shake and Bradley Cooper fighting at, I think it was Wimbledon, either mm-hmm. that or the U S open. I think it was Wimbledon. It was when they were dating or I don't know if they were ever married. They have a kid together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't know if they were married or if like they were disengaged or something I don't know but they're like fighting in the stands and like she's crying and it's in front of everybody it's like in broad daylight mm. and like Bradley Cooper looks like he's being like so mean to her but also she looks like like it's like it's a back and forth argument or something
1: mm-hmm.
0: so then I just keep thinking I mean everybody has arguments whatever but then I just keep thinking like how are these two personalities meshing, like Kanye and Irina Shayk, who will like get in a fight publicly in Wimbledon and cry? You know, yeah. Much, much to consider. What was your favorite uh, sketch? I feel like I already asked you that, but other than the monologue,
1: let's see. I didn't. I don't think I watched all of them. I watched quite a few, but I'm not sure that I watched all of them. Um, I did enjoy the one where. It was like the time travel one where they switched places.
0: Yes. What's that one?
1: Yes. I thought that was funny. That
0: was a good one. The one that was like cut for time, you could see it on YouTube and I'll, and I'll post it like in my stories. It was cut for time and it was like Kim, AD Bryant and um, Bo and Yang and they were, it was like corporate something like they were supposed to be this, this like Gen Z pop group oh, performing like at a Costco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very funny. It was great to see Tyler Cameron again at the, uh, like, the Bachelorette sketch. I just wish that that one had, like, one. some jokes in it. You didn't see that one? No. But no. It was, look it up. It was very cool, like, because it was just a group. It had, like, Chris Rock there, Tyler C., um, Jesse Williams, Chase Crawford. It was, like, the randomest group of dudes. It was, like, whoever they could gather with like celebrity status in New York that weekend. John Cena was there. It was like missing a punchline, that skit. Like it was just, she would like call each person up and be like, will you accept this rose or something? I don't think she called it rose, it doesn't matter. That literally doesn't matter. Anyway, (laughs) but it was like, you have a nice body or hey, Chase Crawford, I loved it when you were on Gossip Girl, here's your whatever. Next person. Hey, Chris Rock, I love your Netflix specials. Next person. So, it was very, um, like, it was missing a joke, but still great. Still great to see Tyler Cameron around. Yeah.
1: I'll have to watch that one.
0: I, um, I'm still in denial that it's not him as The Bachelor this year, especially because we don't know this new Bachelor guy. Yeah. Clayton something. Is that his name? Yeah. I think I need to know, like, I do you know anything about him?
1: No. I have only briefly stalked his Instagram. And that's it.
0: Is he like a football player? Like, why, why him? Um, I'm reading his bio. Bachelor biography. Clayton. Medical sales rep. Okay. Clayton is a Missouri thoroughbred who has it all. Good looks, a great job, and a wonderful family. The only thing missing is the perfect woman to whom with whom to share his life. His dream woman is funny, independent, intelligent, and athletic enough to join him at the gym for a workout. Yeah. He sounds like a catch. Great, yeah. I know we should we should sign up. Um, he wants to find someone who is truly special and is willing to put in the hard work to find love that will last forever. They could write this about literally anybody that's ever been on <laughs> the show. Clayton is excited to meet Michelle and loves that she has a passion for her career. His mom is a, is a teacher just like Michelle and he finds it impressive. That she made this journey work without having to take time away from her students. Clayton truly believes that Michelle could be the perfect match for him. Will they hit it off? Spoiler alert, no, because he's now our I bachelor. Bring it to you, Clayton, but I don't think it worked out. And I hate his uh his fun facts aren't even interesting. What it's gonna be very interesting to see like what led them to choose him because here's his three fun facts. He's able to say anything. Oh
1: dear.
0: Clayton had a mohawk in college. Clayton's rapping alter ego is named Claydo. Clayton would love to own multiple gyms. That's his aspiration in life to own
1: multiple gyms. Hey, I'm already over this man and I have never seen him on TV.
0: And like, and I mean, he's cute. I feel like you could find him at the Orem Costco. Like he's not that, (laughs) he's not that extraordinary looking. And like, I'm not even seeing any, like, sob story. Like, I would understand it if it was, like, single dad, Clayton, whatever. So then I'd be like, okay, that's kind of their angle. Or, like, football player, Clayton, blah, blah, blah. Like, what is his last name? Etchard. not know. Yeah. He doesn't even have a cute last name. I
1: hope he proves me wrong. Hey, but Instagram profile says former freestyle rapper and washed up athlete now trying his luck in orthopedic sales. So he was an athlete. He was an athlete allegedly. And if you scroll in his photos,
0: there is a picture of him in a football uniform. Can you identify the team? He's held a baby before, <laughs> as of March 17th, 2019.
1: <laughs> he the Seahawks, which is like an actual NFL team. Okay, that is a team. <laughs> I was wondering if he was just like a, a college athlete, but no, that's that's an NFL team. I've heard the, I've heard that name before.
0: But it's going to be interesting. Is he a is he a like an athlete like ex NFL star in the same way that Colton Underwood was? I don't. Because remember like Colton Underwood like never played an actual game. Right. In the NFL. Like he was just on the practice team, but yet they were like, pro football player Colton Underwood. Because like, if
1: never played before,
0: also, if that's it, I don't know if I can handle another season. I mean, okay, upon looking at his Instagram again, he is more handsome than I let on, but still.
1: He's attractive. He's got a he, six pack.
0: He's, he's, he's fine. He is attractive, but we're really going to need to see. What about his personality made them say, you "Hey, have- Peter Krauss? it's not your year yet again." Hey, Tyler Cameron, yet again, it's not
1: your year. Yeah, why? Where is Tyler Cameron? Where is his shot at Bachelor? It's confusing.
0: I, I'm always confused about him because I think he could truly have it if he wanted it, but I don't know. Anyway, any yeah, other takeaways from? Anyway. Any other Kim Kardashian takeaways?
1: Um, I was just going to say that I felt like I saw the Aladdin skit circulating a lot. Oh yes, because and that wasn't funny. Okay, it, like it was. <laughs> I was just. I, like, <laughs> it's like whatever
0: they always let uh. Pete Davidson, dude. I can't believe I forgot his name for a minute. I wanted to call him Peter Krause again, which like oh. I know that's not it. Um, He could never, but I feel like they just always descend Pete Davidson up there, have him like make jokes about his penis and then be like, all right, you're done. You're the highest paid person on SNL. Go get that check. Go for it.
1: Yeah. Are you like a Pete Davidson, Davidson, Stan? I wouldn't call me a
0: Stan.
1: You're just I I think.
0: I think he's attractive. Like I'm, I'm definitely in the Pete Davidson is attractive camp.
1: Okay. I believe
0: in the BDE theory, but that sounded more vulgar than I meant it to, but I just mean like the energy that he exudes, you know,
1: where was it that I saw BDE for the first time? Was it on Stephanie McNeil's Instagram this week? Perhaps. How do you never heard about it until just now? No, like literally a week ago.
0: Nicole this has been going on for three years <laughs> this, is, this has been going on whenever okay when were they did engaged not have me <laughs> Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson engaged that they got fun. engaged in May of 2018 or that's when they had their first date they were engaged in June 2018 and that's when the BDE thing happened. So yeah, we're going on three years now of this being in like the cultural atmosphere. Oh, okay. okay. But I'm glad that you know now. And it was about Pete Davidson. I didn't know that. Well, now you do. Congratulations. Now now you're clued in. Anyway, do you do you think he's cute? No, I do not. I'm it's so okay. sorry. I mean, it's fine. He's no, he's no Clayton Etchard. From uh, the Bachelor, but you know he's fine. I
1: was just trying to find um, our definitive hot or not list that we have. Yes, we might. I'm not sure. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that Pete Davidson was on there, and he is. I just couldn't find him. That's nope, nope, nope. So that's
0: a good thing to bring up. I've been meaning to make a TikTok about it this week. Maybe I'll make one. Maybe I'll like try to find time in my schedule to you know, ignore my kids and make a TikTok about something very important. Um, Me and my friends, we uh, decided to spice up our group chat a little bit. And we did a shared note. Did you guys know that? Like in your notes app, you can kind of like a Google doc where you could like grant people access and everybody can edit it, whatever. We made a definitive hot or not list, which might be a problematic title, but really it's just you put up a person up for debate. Everybody debates if they're a honey or not. It started yeah. off by my friends talking about how they've been watching normal people. And I said, I'm in love with Paul Mescal," And everybody said, no. Mary, how dare you? Paul Mescal is <laughs> not cute. And I said, guys, he's not this cute. He's hot. He's amazing. I'm in love with him. And they're like, wrong, 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 wrong. So then I made a shared note. So Paul Meskel inspired probably one of the best things to happen to my friend group um, or at least our group chat. And then, of course, we just discuss, you know, Adam Driver, Jake Gyllenhaal, John Mayer, Russell Crowe, Tom Hiddleston, Timothy Chalamet. Uh, My husband submitted some names. He was like, oh, let's see if people think Harry Styles is handsome. As if that's a uh, Alex
1: was trying to break the Internet with that one. But uh...
0: old Steve Carell, (laughs) um, Tim McGraw, grocery store Joe. For some reason, I thought it was a funny joke to uh put in amoxicillin one day when we were like talking about like <laughs> were you ever like tempted to like drink amoxicillin when you were younger and i was like haha that'd be so funny i'll just put in amoxic- amoxicillin up for a vote and then people were like no mary that's uh, the dumbest joke why did you do that anyway so that's mm-hmm. what we got going on in the group chat if you're looking to spice up your group chat grab some buddies put some people up for a vote i think that that's how facebook was created and the beginning so maybe we might be on something here oh my gosh we could be the next billionaires i i hope so i really hope so um just a couple more things to talk about um i think there were two big things that confused me this week number one was uh the promotional stills for timothy chalamet's willy wonka movie came out mm. and yeah. it made me wonder why why are we doing
1: this Well, first of all, I was unaware that we needed a third Willy Wonka movie.
0: You were unaware because we didn't?
1: (laughs) Because we did not.
0: And the thing is, I think it's a prequel. To what? To Willy Wonka. It's like supposed to be like how he got his start.
1: It's like the Willy Wonka origin story.
0: Yeah, but I think out of every question we've ever had about Willy Wonka, it's never been like, where did this guy come from? Because in the Johnny Depp movie, when they tried to tell us that story, it was like, his dad was a dentist. That was the worst part of the movie. I still fast
1: forward through it. Yeah, we didn't need it. Here's the deal. Um, My husband is currently reading Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with our six-year-old. I was about to say, I was like, for... Fun
0: for recreation. Really on his own. No. He's really trying to make it through the road doll
1: works. He just finished the BFG and now <laughs> he's on to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Wait
0: until he gets to Matilda.
1: It'll be a blow. shocking
0: twist at the end.
1: So anywho, they are reading Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So it's just kind of ironic. We've been talking about how that movie creeped us out as kids. But then they went and made the Johnny Depp movie, which was somehow even creepier. Way creepier. And then somebody thought, okay, we need a prequel. And we're going to get Timothy Chameleon to play Willy Wonka. And I'm just... Wait, Nicole, I need you to stop stop really fast. I hate to do this to you, but would you mind
0: saying that name one more time? No. Did I say his (laughs) last name wrong? (laughs) I just need you to say it so then I can remember how to refer to him from... For forever until this moment forward because i'm pretty sure you just called him timothy like Sham- slam <laughs> well you like you didn't say it i'm being mean now i'm being mean because the joke didn't land but the way that you said the name was really funny and now i've like accidentally forgot it this is great podcasting <laughs> how to be rude to your oh, guest
1: his, his <laughs> last name it's not
0: Shamalay. it's definitely not Shamlay timothy chalamet (laughs) chalamet that's it chalamet okay i'm glad that you said it the second time so then i can circle back chalamet (laughs) not
1: chalamet but chalamet okay 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 regardless of his name we don't
0: need his remake of willy wonka and it's not even a remake the prequel we don't need the prequel
1: no we don't,
0: and like, and if he's not in like a cool-looking chocolate factory with like a chocolate river and like, you know, Augustus Gloop going up the tube, we don't need any of it.
1: Although, I, as I'm sitting here thinking about Timothy C, uh, <laughs> I actually think his face is perfect for a Will it is, sequel.
0: It is a spot-on casting, and he's still with, I think, at least. Lily Rose Depp, Johnny Depp's daughter. Oh, is he? I believe that they're still together. Nicole, riff for a second. Let me let me look this up. Chalamet. Chalamet.
1: <laughs> I love that. That's that's how you decided to. Um... oh my gosh, I'm so mad. Let's see. Timothy? Chalamet, girlfriend. Yeah. Hmm.
0: I, think they're still together. I i cannot tell if they are together. This is great reporting. All all we need to know um is his last name is Chalamet. Okay, in June 2021, 20, June 30th, they were seen together fueling reconciliation rumors. But the like it's not like they went to the Met Gala or anything together. I don't know. He used to date uh, Madonna's daughter. And now he's uh-huh. just uh, hopping around to A list uh, nepotism babies in a nice way. I'm sure they're all great girls, but they're also, you know, famous, famous from birth. Anyway, that confused me. Another thing that confused me there was a machine gun Kelly and uh, Megan Fox news explosion this morning, more so than usual which you hate to see it. And it's because he wrote on his Instagram, he like posted a photo shoot that they did together. Of course, we're seeing their tongues together. She's pointing a gun at his penis. She's putting makeup on. She has a tear coming out. She's like grabbing his leg. He's grabbing her leg. And then he writes, a life without you is worse than death. Put a bullet in my head if we have nothing left. Are these lyrics? And if that ever comes, meet me in heaven. Okay, I can't finish the rest of it, but it, it said
1: there, are-
0: <laughs> there was an F word in there, which I don't say. Um, but it was basically like, never mind, I'm not even gonna go. It's on the internet if you wanna go see it.
1: Are this those your most, the most emo song you can remember from 2005? And that was the vibes of the uh, caption.
0: Yeah, it's. Okay, I'm looking up put a, I'm gonna get put on like a watch list because I'm like, put a bullet in my head if we <laughs> if we had another nothing left, Google. Um, okay, I don't think that these are lyrics unless these are maybe lyrics someday in a future machine gun kelly song which brings me to my big point here
1: he's like i should probably release some music now that i've been all over the interwebs like i'm
0: sure he does have music but i don't know any machine gun kelly songs i guess there was like that one that he did with camilla cabello sure i can't name you anything that megan fox has done whether it's a movie or tv in the last seven or eight years no.
1: Like, Why do I hear
0: about them every single day?
1: That That's the mystery of it all. Why are they suddenly emerging in the pop culture highlights? Where, I, where are they coming from? And like, they're definitely Kourtney
0: Kardashian and them are like holding each other up because they're like counterparts. Travis Barker and, and all mm-hmm. that. But I just don't like, you would never put Megan Fox and Kourtney Kardashian together, like, in general, you know? This The whole thing is odd. And then they had that Skims photo shoot, which, like, okay, that's fine. But, like, they're doing a Skims photo shoot together because they both have, like, these two, like, emo rocker tattooed boyfriends. None of it makes sense.
1: Anyway. Yes. It's all very confusing. And I... I just keep thinking about her debut in the Mary-Kate and Ashley special holiday in the sun. And that's all. That's all I can think of right now. It's what she I, was in that movie.
0: I, I'm i not a Mary-Kate and Ashley like aficionado like you are. <laughs> one time I watched Nicole give a PowerPoint presentation ranking all of them. And I did recognize like one or two, but I know Megan Fox. I feel like the first thing I saw her in was Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, I'd assume. Oh, my gosh. It's probably her first work that I saw her in. And I remember um, when I feel like one of like the first big internet pop culture fights I ever got in was in the YouTube comments of a Breaking Dawn trailer when the first Breaking Dawn movie was coming out, or maybe it was Eclipse or something. I went into the comments and I said they should hire Megan Fox to play Bella after she becomes a vampire because she looks like Kristen Stewart but she would like look like a vampire version because it's like supposed to be like so perfect and whatever and I got slaughtered in the comments people were so mean to me and I think that that was one of my first cases of negative pop culture internet discourse which prepared me for this moment today because today I've been fighting for my life in TikTok comments because I made a claim about Taylor Swift's virginity two weeks ago.
1: Is that still going on?
0: Like the video made a resurgence or something today. So -hmm. then I, somebody made a comment saying like how horrible it is that like I made that video. So then I engaged with the nonsense, which I should have never done. And I made a second video and I was like, hey guys, like I'm not talking about like her private life. I'm just saying in her lyrics, she wrote all of these references alluding to virginity. Yes. You can't- so we're allowed to say that that's what we think that she means in those lyrics or whatever. And it was ironic because people were like, it's so gross that you're talking about her sex life. And a girl in the comments was like, it's so gross that you're talking about her sex life. Like, you need to take your L and leave. Like, this was such a bad take, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is so gross that you did this. And then I clicked on her profile. And her whole profile is talking about how she thinks taylor swift is gay and is about like how she thinks that she like dated carly claus and all this stuff the whole entire profile it's called like gayler or something and i'm like
1: so she can question her sexuality but i'm like
0: isn't that you know like like aren't we not supposed to out people either like isn't that also like an equally private matter you know anyway so i've been fighting for my life today on tiktok and my uh megan fox hot takes that she should have played Bella which obviously should have never happened um that I made like in seventh grade on the internet those uh that that was a a preparation for my new internet discourse
1: that I'm used to so yeah you're ready you're ready to fight I guess I
0: could I guess I could thank Megan Fox for that at least anyway um I think that pretty much rounds us out oh real quick Something's going on with the Jonas Brothers and Taylor Swift, <laughs> and this is just a "Hey, everybody, watch the space" alert. Okay, something's going on. Her eyes peeled, you know. And I don't really understand what or why something would be going on, but it is. Earlier this last week, Nick Jonas posted a video eating pizza and the song me was in the background we pretend like we don't know the the song me but i guess in this context we have to recognize that's a taylor swift song he's listening to me he's eating pizza and people are like whoa weird and then taylor swift comments with with a pizza emoji and it's like extra weird extra weird that she would do that And then we remembered back in the day, back in April, when she was on the Stephen Colbert show, she had her little poster board. And posted a picture of pizza on it, and then people were like, what's going on with this pizza? And then Joe Jonas gets in, he's posting about pizza, too, and then he gets in again, and then he makes a caption saying should have said no, which is a song that they had recorded together. Mm -hmm. Something something is afoot. And I don't know what it is. I don't know. If it's like a collaboration. I don't know what a collaboration between them would sound like.
1: I definitely don't think that we need it. I mean, it would be music to my high school Nicole ears. Like, it would be nice. Hey, Like, I don't, I don't know. But
0: like, what would it even sound like? Like, she's just duetting with three boys, men. One of which who doesn't sing. So really two. Do wedding about what? She used to date one of them. She wrote some of her best songs about one of them.
1: I think Nick Jonas probably posted the video and then Taylor Swift commented and then it just kind of uh, went from there,
0: you know? Nicole, you're not suggesting that we just take things for face
1: value, are you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that we don't uh i mean it's either go crazy with <laughs> or maybe they're just trying to mess with people
0: i mean okay if you want to if you want to be a debbie downer and look at things like that then fine fine fine, fine. I,
1: mean, I don't want to break the swifties hearts mine included
0: yeah because the swifties are already going through a lot somebody on tiktok talked about taylor swift's virginity so they uh
1: Oh gosh yeah I've they're heard
0: about her yeah they're really they're going they're going through it um oh. anyway that rounds us out I wonder
1: oh, what? If they do, I, sometimes i just wonder if they like do things like this the celebs particularly the ones that engage with taylor swift just to like sit back maniacally in their house and watch the internet burn you know
0: maybe I do think that that's what Taylor Swift was doing during like all the Woodvale theories, because I really think that she should have like came out, you know, and been like, Hey guys, that's not really a thing. But instead she was just, you know, sitting there with her cats, watching us all get hyped. Right. Not sure how she lives with herself, but. Do, do you think that we're getting an ever more long pond sessions?
1: Um, I don't know. Like, I don't have any evidence to back up that claim i'm sure there's tiktok videos and things that i haven't stumbled across yet but i hope so i hope so with all of my heart because i would watch the heck out of that thing
0: i think we deserve it we do and i think that is happening like there's a lot of things that said that she was filming at like some kind of castle some people said it was buckingham palace and i to that i I say no that that's not it but some people were saying that she was filming something in london that's right And it would make sense because, like, the voting period for the Grammys is, like, going to begin soon. Mm -hmm. And Evermore will probably be nominated. It has, like, no chance of winning, but it will probably be nominated. So she would probably, like, do it to kind of campaign. I don't know.
1: I I don't know, Nicole. It's the least she could do. It's not like she's dropped how many albums in the past year?
0: Yeah. she. It's time for her to, like, get to work and, like, release some stuff for us. Because uh yeah, she's getting a, she's getting a little lazy, yeah. you know. She hasn't released an album in a couple months and we're all we're all anxiously awaiting, except for luckily red is gonna be released a week early. So we've yeah. been blessed. We've been blessed. Um okay, so this next little segment, that's the end of our pop culture chatter. I mean, like this next part we are also talking about, you know, something related to that. But I wanted to talk about Squid Game. Because my mind is blown. So we're going to take a quick little pause. If you haven't watched Squid Game yet and you plan to turn it off. If you haven't watched Squid Game yet, don't think that you want to, but like you want to know what people are talking about on TikTok. You can listen. I give you permission. Nicole, do you give everybody permission?
1: Everybody feel free to just do whatever you want. But know that the ending is going to be spoiled here soon. So.
0: Yes we are a spoiler free zone except for when we're not. Okay. Hello everybody. Okay, we are back. It's time to talk about Squid Game. Woo-woo. I watched the show because of Nicole, and my friend Alicia who told me to watch it. Yes. Against my better judgment.
1: <laughs>
0: I knew it wasn't going to be like a good hang when I started list- like when I started watching and like when I went into it. And yet I demolished the show so fast.
1: Right. It keeps you hooked. Is I the worst thing I've ever seen. Absolutely.
0: 100%.
1: But I was captivated.
0: It was wild. First of all, for the people who decided to listen who aren't going to watch it, the concept is these people who have like various debts in their life, deeply in debt, they're offered this chance to go play a game. Mm-hmm. The details of the game are not disclosed to them go play this game, go win a lot of money. And a lot of them are in like, I have nothing to lose type situations, you know? And they go, they play the first game, which is Red Light, Green Light. The concept is all these games that they're playing are like childhood, allegedly easy to win games because they start playing and it's like, oh, we we just need to win Red Light, Green Light, then we win a lot of money. But if you lose a round, you die they kill you, they shoot you, whatever. And then the games got increasingly more violent as the show progressed. Did I accurately summarize the show? And then at the end, one person wins a lump sum of money. This is where it gets tricky. The conversion between American money and Korean money. I could Mm -hmm. never really understand it. I mean, I'm sure it makes sense to them. But like, There, there. It was like what forty-seven billion dollars.
1: Yeah, so but not
0: American dollars. Forty-seven billion Korean dollars that they were trying to win, and that translates to roughly thirty-eight million dollars U.S.
1: Yes, it was. Yeah, forty-five point six billion won. Yes, which is yeah about thirty-eight million dollars in the U.S which I also looked up an article that said like the average cost of living in Korea is slightly less expensive than the United Mm -hmm. States. So I think the prize would be even more worthwhile in Korea than it would be in America.
0: Because as I was watching it, I mean, I knew that there was going to be like some kind of conversion because they would be talking about their money and it'd be like, oh, let me give you like $10,000 to like go take the bus or something. And I'm like, okay, so clearly there's some kind of thing here, but when they're throwing around the billion word, I'm like, okay, these people are going to be like billionaires. No wonder they're like going through all this stuff to play the game. Because as the game progresses, there's people killing each other, people making moves that cause other people to die, et cetera, et cetera. And just like being around all that death in general, you know, not a great hang. Uh but then like finding out that it was 38 million which is like nothing to scoff at but also like not a huge 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 like insane like kill 400 people amount of money
1: right like i don't think that i would kill anybody for that amount of money
0: (laughs) oh okay controversial but yeah yeah like it it would take (laughs) it would take at least 46 billion dollars for me to kill somebody
1: 46 billion but um I think because these people were so down on their luck and like you said had nothing to lose really a lot of them Mm. didn't really have much going on for them that they felt like well might as well this is like my last chance
0: That was just like one of the most shocking things about the show was finding out that it was 38 million that they were playing for, you know, because like, I just kept thinking that it was billion, billion, billionaires. But anyway, also an aspect to the show is that there's these people, the VIPs who are they're funding the game, right? Like that's where they're getting all the money from.
1: Yes, because they watch the games for their own sick entertainment
0: and they gamble and everything. Yes very disgusting. So basically the whole concept is gross. But there were some, you know, charming characters, some disgusting characters and it was mm-hmm. it was overall it was good. I never want to rewatch it and I'm a big rewatcher like I'll pretty much rewatch anything and never want to see it ever again. But it was really <laughs> good.
1: See, I'm kind of the opposite where the more I watch these TikTok theories and like I watched their Jimmy Fallon interview, I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll rewatch this someday. I don't know. We'll see.
0: I need the girl. What was her? I don't even like remember her number, but the main girl in it, I need her to become like the next biggest movie star ever. She was so beautiful. Right. She needs to be like the next like Bond girl or something.
1: And that was her first ever acting role. Really? Yeah. She's a model in Korea. Rightfully so. Yes. I mean, she's gorgeous. But that was her first ever role on screen. Can you believe?
0: I cannot believe. And I haven't watched like any interviews or anything with them yet. Like only the TikTok theories. I finished the show early this morning. And then, so then I guess we could get into some of the spoilers. So in the show, it's, here's the deal guys. Nicole has the names written down on a, on a cheat sheet. What remind me of the name of the old man again?
1: (laughs) Yes, I did look them up so I could refer to them. The old man is Il-Nam. So he
0: was like throughout the show, he's like, very old in comparison to everybody that's playing the games he obviously has a disadvantage but his mind often you know proves to be an advantage helps get them out of sticky situations helps them win games etc yeah you're so connected to this
1: man so connected
0: you are you're pitying him it's so sad that he's playing like this there's a there's a point in the show right in the beginning where they play the first game, which is red light, green light. And then that's when they find out that if they lose, they get shot and they just die. And then the group is able to vote and say, Hey, we want to stop playing the games. And if there's a majority, then they stop playing. And then like when the game's over, the old man goes out and finds the guy, which I had forgotten about actually just until this moment. What do you think that meant?
1: Oh, when he goes to Guillen, like the main character yeah
0: um yeah do you think that he visited anybody else
1: um i don't think so well maybe
0: i kept wondering if things were skewed so he would win or be a finalist because of of his connection with the old man yeah because then here's like the other spoiler. If you're somebody who's like just listening along, but also I hope that nobody's really doing that because this conversation is all over the place, but he, the old man that you're pitying the whole time is actually, we find out at the very end of the show, the guy who is behind the whole games, the money behind the whole games
1: he created. The- and normally,
0: and normally he just watches and spectates, but he knew that he was like towards the end of his life. And he thought that it'd be more fun to play this time than just watch. So
1: sick. Like, oh my gosh.
0: And then there's a moment in the show where he loses one of the games and then they take him around back or whatever to shoot him and then it's off camera so you don't really see it. Mm-hmm. But I um, I have to admit, the whole time I did think that something was up with him. Mm-hmm. But I thought that maybe it would be like some kind of twist like the guy the front man is his son or something or like like I knew that there was something more to this old man that met the eye. Didn't really predict that he was like the whole driving force behind the show. yeah or bef- behind the game.
1: Well, I think it's such a good twist because you're not even looking for that information. you're mm-hmm. not there wondering like while you're watching it, you're wondering who is the front man? who you find out is the cop's brother which not to toot my own horn but uh I did predict that I was like I think that the front man is the cop's brother okay
0: I didn't get that one and I still don't understand why they put that in there
1: okay yes we will we'll circle back to that storyline because we need to mention it um but yeah, I didn't I didn't predict anything about the old man. I thought he was just a character there to really pull at your heartstrings and then they kill him. And so I felt betrayed when he was on that bed at the end of the show. And you find out he's the one that created the whole games and he's just like the most evil man in the world, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like I felt betrayed.
0: <laughs> I was and, like, what? And I cried cra- over
1: this man? It was
0: crazy because like all of his like, sweetness and everything, like, was gone when he was in the bed. Yeah. I don't know. And and it was, like, so sad, too, because you're following the, ma- the main character who has a lot of, like, personal failings, but he really did, throughout the game, care for this old man. He really did show him compassion and help him out when he could and advocated for him and stuff. So you did know that he had a heart. Yeah. And then... There's this game where they're playing marbles. He's playing against an old man, and either he lives or the old man lives. And the old man, like allegedly, has dementia in the scenario, and he cheats him, which broke and, my heart. Yeah, and it's kind of like okay, so he—I don't know. I feel like everybody in the show, for the most part, was really like so like well fleshed out, where even like the people that you were rooting for, like you still. I I don't know. I feel like I don't know how to like articulate it. But you know what I say? I'm saying like everybody was very complex. All the characters were really complex. And even like the people that I really hated, I think that there was only one person that like died where I was like, thank goodness he's gone. Like, thank goodness. Like, I'm so done watching him. This could have happened episodes ago and I would have been fine. But also maybe that's because I don't like watching people die. Maybe it's because I just have a big heart. Hmm. What do you agree? Do you, do you agree that I have a big heart? Just kidding. Um, okay. So circle back to your policeman theory. So <laughs> what theory? Sorry. You said that you were going to circle back to why oh, you think the that cop. they made the whole cop thing.
1: Well, I have no idea, but that storyline drove me crazy once the whole show was, was over because mm-hmm. it was such a focal point of the story and it was like, for what? Yeah, like this cop, you're hopeful that he's going to be able to take down this entire operation. He's going to be able to get back to the police and they're going to come and shut everything down. And then, yeah, you find out that that dude is his brother and that the front man was allegedly a player at one point in the games. And then nothing really comes of it. The and, cop shot. Yeah. he's back. His texts never send through to the police. It, like nothing ever comes of it. I'm like, what was the point of that storyline? Was it mm-hmm. just to distract us from figuring out that the old man was the villain or was there something else? Because it seems pointless now.
0: Mm-hmm. I That's like the only thing that makes me think that there maybe would be a season two. Because yeah. I feel like they're so, so the show op- like ended on like a cliffhanger, but I feel like we can't just watch another squid game like we can't watch it all happen all over again. No.
1: It would have to
0: the element of suspense it, is gone. We know how the game is run. We know like how to strategize, etc.
1: I feel like it would have to tell a story from a different person's perspective, like maybe answer our questions of how do they acquire the workers or mm-hmm. yeah, tell us more about the frontman's story and the brother and all that stuff, yeah. That That is like the information I would want to see from a season two. But you're right. We can't just watch another squid games happen.
0: Like unless they did it like Catching Fire, because remember when Catching Fire, like the movie and the book and stuff came out, it's like, okay, another Hunger Games, like we know that Katniss isn't going to survive two Hunger Games in a row. Like they're never going to let that happen. So you're just kind of watching all of Catching Fire. Spoiler alert for this movie that's been out for 15 years. Um, not 15 years, but, uh, (laughs) anyway, I was like, how old would I have been if it was out for 15 years? Anyway. Um, like the whole time, you know, that like Katniss isn't going to survive it unless like something crazy happens. So unless season two is like, they're in the squid game and then like they dismantle it from the inside and then start like killing the employees or something.
1: Yeah.
0: But I don't know. And I don't even think that I need a season two. I don't think that I need to put myself through it again. Still even like, I don't think I was ever desensitized to the violence, like while watching it, like every single time I knew that somebody was going to die, I looked away. Oh yeah. I
1: think, I mean, I'm not really, excuse me. I'm not really into super graphic movies anyway. Like I don't like violence. It's one of those things. I just like cringe every time there's even just like, a fist fight going on in a movie. It's just always really cringy to me. So, yes, my hands were over my eyes for the majority of the show. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I could put myself through more of that.
0: I do not think that I watched more than half of like the glass bridge scene. Oh my gosh. Same. Yeah. Oh. That one. I just, I could not do it. But anyway, overall, if you're looking for a good binge, and you have a strong stomach and a black heart, watch Squid Game.
1: Black heart.
0: And and come chat about it with us. I'll go make a thread in that. I just want to chat Facebook groups and then we could all talk yeah, about it. Talk
1: about it. But I'm surprised nobody's posted one of those yet.
0: I I haven't been nurturing the group like I should be. I've been like so busy with other things. So I need to um I need to go like water water the the flowers that grow in that beloved group of ours. But anyway, that's a good transition for me to end it. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary and this is Nicole Keel. Not like this is meaning like I'm talking to Nicole Keel, not this is Nicole Keel, if I am Nicole Keel. Anyway, I've been talking to Nicole. Right. She is so great. Nicole, where can people find you on Venmo?
1: It is Nicole Dash Keel. I accept any amount of money.
0: And if you're, A person who lives in the state of utah and you like pictures being taken of you or your family nicole is an amazing photographer and you can find her at at nicole keel photo is it photo or photography um that's a good question (laughs) the fact that you don't know your own handle (laughs) it's nicole keel photo yeah okay cool 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 Cool. Cool. anyway everybody thank you so much for listening to today's episode you can find us on instagram at at i just want to chat podcast or you could find us on tiktok at at i just want to chat podcast make sure to check out our sponsor today bloody buddy and use our code wanted chat for 10 percent off of your new menstrual cup that will change your life i promise you and anyway thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week all right bye